Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Chinure Christie, also known as the Nigerian Bombshell, and you are tuned in to my podcast, and y'all know I don't give a f- Hey, y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Chinure Christie, and we are back with another show. I am so happy that I've been getting great feedback um, on all the episodes that I've done so far. You guys have been super, super amazing and messaging me on Instagram. Um But yeah, continue to support, continue to subscribe, and support a young Black sister. So today, we have a special guest, and we're going to dive right in. Today, we're going to talk about nightlife and how nightlife was affected or has been affected um, by COVID-19. As you all know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. It's, it's a very unfortunate situation and it's very interesting to see how people are responding to this. So, like I said, I'm your host, Chinyere Christie. We are back. This is a show that is a spicy drop of pop culture through the eyes of the young modern African girl. So without further ado, I would like to introduce... My special guest for today, he is a number of things, Um, you know, since the day I met him, he's been super supportive, always uplifting, always just an amazing person, and um, I'm happy to have him on the show. He was super excited to be on the show, and I'm happy to have him. So, King Duke is a public figure. He's an MC. He's a host. He's a foundation ambassador. He's a brand ambassador. He's a registered nurse. (laughs) He works in ICU and post-anesthesia care unit. And he specializes in cardiovascular and neurological services. Now, if that's not a bar, I don't know what the hell is. So without further ado, let's welcome... My best, Mr. King Duke Uyanze. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome to man, the show, Duke. Uh, oh, man. Thank you very much, Chi Chi. Is that okay if I call you Chi Chi on your show? Yes. Why not? No. No, man. That's, that's a hell of an introduction, man. But oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, just all of that. I, I start getting tired hearing all of that stuff myself, but thank you very much. No, man. but that just goes to pleasure. show how accomplished you are. That goes to show how driven you are, and that goes to show how you can be a positive reinforcers enforcer to the people that come behind you. And you know, oh, it's just a, it's just a little spice of motivation. It lets people know if you're if you're able to accomplish all these things and be a part of all these things, then why can't someone that comes from the same place you come from accomplish these same things, you know? Thanks. Thanks. So, Thanks. yeah. Well, thank so you again for having me on the show. Yeah, of course. Um, I think you're doing an amazing job first and foremost, but, uh, um, you know, you definitely need more shows like this that, you know, have a young, smart, um, 
black women such as yourself, African women, uh, equally, you know, because, uh, you know, that's that's key. Letting them know that different levels of, you know, there are different areas and different levels of uh, accomplishments that are being con uh, done by, uh, accomplished by women such as yourself. And you guys need to be acknowledged a lot more often. So I appreciate Thank it. You. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You said, uh, I'm ready to get into it. I know you have so, a lot yeah, of questions. Let's get into it. So um, we're gonna couple. We're gonna cover a couple of things. So one, this is a, this is a podcast. This particular show is very interesting because you know nightlife is something that you know that is super big. This is a billion dollar industry, and you mm -hmm. know nightlife is essentially the kind of thing that gets going, gets a lot of people going through the week, you know, people are at work and then, you know, whether it's Wednesday to Sunday or Thursday to Sunday or Friday to Sunday, nightlife is the one thing that reminds us, hey, it's the weekend, you know? Mm. So it gives, it, it essentially gives a lot of people that ease. Now, we want to know how is nightlife affected by this global pandemic you know whether it's the djs or the doorman security club owners waitresses bartenders mcs like you you are in the midst of this of, of that realm tell us how you feel like nightlife is affected at this particular moment Oh, well, I mean, it's like you said, it's affected in a lot of ways, honestly. And tell the people uh, first what you do in regards to nightlife. Tell them how you're involved. Okay, well, again, um, like you said, uh, my name is King Duke. I mean, I MC, so um, really as an MC, I host uh, events and base, uh, regular party nights at different types of venues where people get social venues like clubs or lounges. Uh, on a weekly basis. So if you guys are wondering what I mean by MC, I do music, but also it's like an MC is, uh, I'm the one that talks on the microphone, lets people know who's in the building, uh, hypes up the crowd, hypes up the people and recognizes birthdays or whatever it is. That just really livens up the party. Uh, that's really what I do. Um, and I enjoy doing it. I've been doing it for uh, several years now. And uh, uh, I can say that uh, it's 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 always I've I've gravitated to it only because people felt that you know um, I seem to be pretty good with people and they said I had a knack for uh, uh, cheering people up or keeping people uh, giving people that high energy so that's why I, I got into it but that's really what I do on the nightlife side of things. Okay. Um, but aside from that, to answer your question though. Um, Everybody really has been affected because um, unlike a lot of other industries, um, the nightlife is different. A lot of people, because um, a lot of times people are paid cash and people are paid nightly. Some more uh, intricate clubs or businesses that um, offer the same services may pay weekly. Uh, but a lot of times from the doorman to the bar, bar backs and the bartenders to the waitresses, uh, they all get paid a lot of times um, um, on a nightly basis, so they depend on that. 
there's no a lot of times a lot of them don't have health benefits so um mm. really every night that they're not working and that's typically from Thursday to like Sunday in mm-hmm. cities like Houston Texas and other big cities that have a, a a big nightlife scene um if they're not working that means they're not getting their bills paid and they usually don't have other sources of income so okay i okay so i want to know how can a business be so lucrative like nightlife and people don't have benefits or people don't have that um, that risk or emergency plan for their employees? Because it just seems like it's like, okay, let me hire whoever is available right now at the moment, whoever's down, you know, nightlife seems like it could be a bit tricky, you know, and I feel like a lot of people are just out of jobs now because they solely bank on, you know, these gigs every week. And yeah, they probably make a good amount of money or they don't, but they're so fixated on this income because they know every week, Wednesday will come, Thursday will come, Friday will come through Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, I mean, see, honestly, uh, I love the nightlife. And, you know, uh, I mean, shout out to all my brothers and sisters in the industry with me, you know, bringing joy and happiness to people on a regular basis. Because like you said, the nightlife is a needed part of a young adult's life in America, you know, actually even around the world, but especially in America, because like you said earlier, some people have a hard day at work and they gauge their work week based on, you know, getting ready for the weekend. Mm-hmm. they can go out you know that's what young adults do and um it's one of those industries where in a super capitalist country like america is like if you offer a service and the service is good you deserve to reap the benefits of that service right right and it's not like uh the owners put a gun to anyone's head or force anyone to do it it's like we need people to do this this is what we can offer are you okay with this or you're not? If you're not okay with this, then you go and find a job that does have those services. So on one end, I can see how it's really, even though it is a lucrative business, it's really not the response. It, it really it, it really becomes um, a situation where you're pushing these responsibilities off on someone else if you're talking about healthcare and little things like of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why politics plays such a big role in a lot of things that we do on our daily day day-to-day basis because let's say for example Obamacare got really was accepted across the board and was active then guess what employers will all have access or or even health care be a lot more will be affordable for anyone and then that way that wouldn't be something where it only depended on the employer to give you those benefits you know or you know retirements and other little things like that but you know unfortunately that's not life you know and right right some people don't have so, educational background. Some people, you know, they've messed up their life. But, you know, they may right. have felony. I don't know, but that's really what. Well, you, you're you're definitely fortunate to be in the position where you can, you know, indulge in that nightlife life, nightlife life, and <laughs> still be able to go to work. And make a respectful living, an honest, respectful living, and a very comfortable living. 
Like you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to MC. You don't have to be a producer. You don't have to indulge in music. Like you're very okay, you know. But I, I, mean, I understand that that's something that you really love to do. Yeah, I mean, and that's just what it is. I mean, honestly, <laughs> entertainment industry when with with this COVID nineteen kicking in. It's kind of opened up everybody's eyes to what's really needed. What's really, really needed in our day-to-day basis, right? Absolutely. And even though I don't need to do it, it's still important, you know. I know you as a, you know, a former professional athlete, and now you ventured into all these other avenues. Some of them involving entertainment. Um, you can see how many people yeah. gravitate to you because they feel some sort of connection or they can relate or it helps them feel better Absolutely. about themselves, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of like that. That's what the nightlife is like. It's like people can escape whatever reality or just... So it's, so it's therapeutic for people. It, I feel it is. Music has always been therapeutic for me, which is what's always for sure. me toward music, uh, anything involving music. And then to then that's how I eventually picked up being an MC is from other people pushing me. They're like, "Man, you should be hosting this. You should be." And it was it wasn't. I didn't choose. I didn't wake up one day and say I wanted to do it. People that I knew in the nightlife, they needed the help one night or so, and I just jumped on the mic and was just playing around with my friends because he owned the club. But everybody had a blast, and he was like, "I need to help me out." And from there, it turned into a career. So it was not really, but all in all. As time has gone on, I've turned to respect the the uh, the craft. I've studied other people right. that have come before me, and 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 you see it's important. But COVID came, and that's the only reason why we're even talking about this, and why now people are affected. Because we've been moving. I feel like the world has been moving in a way where uh, we we're not we weren't we need to slow down. Right, we weren't respecting our existence the way we should. And thinking that everything is up to our decide, decide choice making, you know, um, social media has gotten everybody in this mindset where, oh, you got to go get it. Don't let anybody tell you what what you can and can't do. Don't let anything stop you, you know. And it's like, well, guess what? Corona came through and stopped you. So now, right. now you see the real anxiety and you see the real insecurity. Some people may be using to motivate their drive in life, and and as a parent, you know. Um, What's what they really thought was important really isn't. Right. So in regards to nightlife, I see a lot of like uh, DJs and a lot of clubs. Um, they're starting to go virtual, I guess, you know, like, you know, because they, they still have their audience, mm. you know, they still have their audience. They still have their supporters. So I, I see a lot of people transitioning into the digital world. But me personally, I just don't feel like the club life or the nightlife can fully translate and transcend to being online. That's just my personal opinion. What do you, how do you feel about that? Um, so I feel like I see what I see from, and you could be right. I mean, the thing is that the idea of how DJs and MCs work to entertain an audience the, the digital this digital platform won't work only because unless they innovate something di- uniquely different, you know. And when I say unique, maybe holograms where you can fill a hologram with forty of your friends, 
holographic party and 40 of your friends can be in the room. So the holograms will be in the room with you while the DJ plays. Maybe something like that, right? Aside from that, and that's super side for that. That's just me spitballing. But aside from that, you need human interaction. You the whole point of having a DJ, it's he's what making an entire crowd react to some music, you know, playing music that everybody came to hear, and then the MC directing and and moving the crowd, so to say. So without that, that that just seems so intricate and it's so hard. Like, how are you socializing and connecting with people if you're if you have to be two meters apart or you just you're just apart? All together, I just feel like it's not the same energy. It's it's definitely not the same, and it's never going to be the same energy. That's why I say what you're saying. I I agree with you. I don't think that the traditional way of DJing or MCing it, it will ever work through these the mediums that that we where they're utilizing right now. It's I feel like it's really much of a desperation to stay in touch, to stay active, stay relevant because. There's a fear. Obviously, social media has pushed things to that point where if you're not active all the time, if people aren't, you're not in front of everybody's eyes, they'll forget about you. And a lot of industries have painted this picture that, you know, I mean, uh, the more active you are, the more money you make. And they obviously, mm -hmm. I'm sure you would know that's not true. A lot of people are a lot right. more broke than they really claim to be, but they have to put on that facade just to stay within a certain realm of, of company um, branding-wise. So, yeah, I, it's not going to be the same. I don't think this – I personally don't think to see it working the way it is, the way we traditionally do things, but we'll see. You know, Is there is there any hope or any light at the end of this tunnel? Honestly, I, I honestly feel like the whole world needs to take a second and just reevaluate what's important. I mean, I know we all need to party. I don't. I don't see um, things getting better if we continue to if we re revert back to the the old way we were doing things prior to coronavirus. This virus right. woken everybody's eyes and let them understand four to five more important things in your life. I feel like, and what I've been seeing in the nightlife, there's been a lot of people that come out four days a week straight. That's Wednesday through Sunday, you know. They're out every night somewhere. And I sometimes I see them three of those four nights. You know, and wow. if you and at the same time you can't really buy yourself a drink or if an opportunity to do something better for your life, you can't really take it because you don't have enough money. That means that you haven't been prioritizing your life properly. And I feel like this moment in time, the time for everybody to just take a step back and sit down and actually plan out your life. America's been going so fast for so long that people always have had the excuse, man, I gotta get to work, I don't have time. I, if I had more time, I could have, you know, and I'm not saying that you have to just be making progressive steps. It could just be as simple as just taking a break, breathing and assessing your life and understanding is this really what I need to be doing? Do I need to be doing this four days a week? Maybe I do it once a week. Maybe I do it once every two weeks. I don't know. So within this pandemic, how have you been dealing with it? Has there been any anxiety? Have you had any depression? 
um, any, just any type of feeling that would be, you know, outside of normality. You know, there's a lot of people that are suffering right now. And one of the topics I want to get into right now is mental health, because I feel like you specialize and you understand this to a T. Right. So how have you been and, you know, how do you think people will come out of this pandemic? Oh, man, that's, well, uh, first part of your question, um, I've, I've had, I've had, I've, I've had a lot of, I'm not going to lie, there have been some difficult moments throughout this. Um, I lost my, uh, one of my uncle, Emmanuel, he passed away. London from the coronavirus. Um, I'm so my, sorry. Yeah, I thought this. And my uncle Matt right now is currently um, fighting for his life in the hospital in Houston. Uh, he's intubated in the ICU uh, due to the coronavirus. Um, his wife and my aunt uh, Meg, um, they were both ill from the coronavirus, but they recovered. Thank God, and my uh, little cousin OBI. He, uh, we suspect he had it. Um, he didn't get tested. I wasn't able to, but you know, with that, that, that all looming, uh, not being able to properly do what we would traditionally would do to bury someone that you've you've lost. Um, that that is his own mental hurdle to overcome on his own. But then you have someone right. very family that's currently fighting and his brother just passed away three weeks prior to that and we haven't that's that's been that and then on top of that like you said my my other job is um i'm an icu nurse so i've, I've seen people passing away I've, I've been risking my life on a regular basis uh you know with right. not enough with what with, with the inappropriate uh ppe trying to do my job you know, I signed up to be a healthcare provider, so I, I I didn't get into it for money. But now we're here, we're risking our lives, and you know, so it's just been a lot for me mentally because it's like while we're doing this, then you hear these videos popping up of people saying, "Oh, it's a hoax, it's not real." The government's trying to scare us, and someone said it's five G, but I'm like, and I'm seeing people dying from this, and. I have family members that have died from this, right? And when they say stay in the house and people aren't staying in the house or they say don't gather in groups larger than than, than uh, uh, six people and people are still um, going and having house parties and in these house parties, they're still sharing, taking shots and you know doing all of this. And I, mean, I even saw some where they were acting silly and fighting. It's almost like, man, like, we're, one, I, and then you think about it. Then I also have my my colleagues in the in the entertainment world that their bread and butter was from DJing and MCing or working on the bar. They're not working. A lot of clubs and bars are closing down because they can't afford. They were already barely making it as it was, and now they're shutting down. Right. So everybody's people are getting evicted. People are losing their jobs, and then people are not taking it serious, which is now extending. Stay at home orders by the government, which further prolongs this thing, which further keeps us all at risk. 
you know, it, it just there's just a snowball effect. So for me, there's a I've been had emotions of depression and anger, and just and just yeah. hopelessness at some times. I'm just like I don't know what else to do, man. Like let them fall sick, and you know I don't know, I don't know. You know, meanwhile the government could be helping alleviate some of the stress people are having. All these big wigs that have made all this money, they could help by not charging money. That light company doesn't need to charge. If they don't charge us a light bill right. for the next three months or a water bill for the next three months, it's not take the houses and move to another country or something. They're going to still live there when this is all right. done and still pay your water bill. I don't think you're hurting for three months worth of water and light. But they don't do The government hasn't put anything in play to alleviate people, to make them feel like, all right, cool, we can't stay in the house and follow the orders that you've given us to to stay safe so that this coronavirus doesn't spread. So that's what I feel with emotionally and just mentally with this whole thing. But aside from moving forward, um, you can't cry, cry over a situation. We're in it right now. Um, we're doing the best thing we can. We have platforms like your show, where you talk about important issues, stuff gets to the right ears and the right people hear it and they spread it and they reshare and, and, and people understand what's going on. But now I have friends and colleagues that they have and I don't know how they mentally, they themselves are handling this. You know, and I feel like right. a lot of people are doing, trying to stay active to cope with that probably would have helped them deal with life a little bit easier, which is entertaining. And they can't entertain the way they want, you know. So how have you been able to cope? Like, what is your cathartic release? Like, are you meditating? Are you praying? Like, what? what is your release? Um... For me, I, I luckily I'm I'm right now I'm in uh in the Bay Area. I'm in Oakland with my cousin. Uh he's a DJ. Um and he told me to come, you know, stay with him um during this time. And luckily for us, music has always still been my release. So I've been listening to all the new songs, albums that have been out. Uh being the MC for the Chop Stars, um we were releasing a lot of uh, albums. We just released the Don Tolliver album. Shout out to Don Tolliver uh, from Houston. Um, he has a and then uh, Drake just dropped a new album as well that we uh, we did a project with him. So um, I've been listening to music, and that really helped. And then me when working on mixtapes and just fine tuning that and things about my brand. And, you know, collaborating with you, for example, and just really trying to figure out a way to continue right. to stay active. That's really helped me through a lot of this. Uh, the other day, I, I took a little stroll. I really haven't been trying to go out. I've been trying to stay in and follow protocol, but not, I'm not going to lie to a lot in on you when you've been in here for like, you know, eight days straight, you know. It does get a little bit stuffy, so... That's really what's helped me is music for the most part and exercise. Right. I don't know. Have you yeah, been working I out? Yeah, I feel like we all. Yeah, I worked out this morning actually, and I felt really good about it. You know, yeah. um, 
I've been in my house, but today I actually went outside and I ran and that felt really good. Um, you know, it gave me an opportunity to just appreciate just life in general. I feel like we've been going at a fast pace for so long. Like, I feel like nature was kind of just fed up, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's a different feel when you're outside. Like the air feels good. You know, the intake, the sky looks amazing. Like it's, it's, it's sincerely a different feeling. Um, my experience in this whole pandemic has been a positive one. Um, I've been able to be very optimistic and, you know, use this opportunity, you know, to really take advantage and really capitalize on the time that I do have, you know, because obviously on a regular, we don't have the time to do the things that we want to do. So you go back to your drawing board, you go back to those lists, you go back to those to-do lists, you go back to those that goal list, figure out what can I accomplish while I have this time. Let me put forth some effort to knock some of these things out while I can. Mm. So I think that was the biggest thing for me. And I was able to, I was able to accomplish a lot of things and I feel really good about it. I mean, but um, uh, so yeah, for me. Not to even, but you. Go ahead. One thing people probably don't know about you, but you, you like a, you, you, you like being by yourself, though. You know, so. <laughs> so I do. I for, like being at home. For, so for you, this is probably almost like cool. I'm at home. Nobody's coming to bother me. So shoot, I definitely right. I'm not gonna get interrupted from the things that I've already, you know, you know, put on my vision board or whatever to kind of knock out for this month. You know, so for you. It right. kind of is a setup that, and and shout out to all my my people that you know the the the. the do, you really, do you really think I'm introverted though? I don't think I, I'm introverted. I, think I just think I like my friends. I think it's like I know. don't think I'm introverted. I, I I I'm still a sociable person. I I mean my my like occupation, all of my businesses, I have to interact with people. So I don't know if I'm an introvert. Okay, so maybe not, I, maybe I won't say call me. introvert right now is the only word that comes to mind to kind of classify people like you. But when I mean introvert, it's really either you're introverted or you're extroverted. You're not, you're not typically in the clubs every weekend popping and shaking and 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 and, and. no. So you prefer yeah. you truly you're not like. And I meet tons of chicks that always say, oh, I'm a homebody, but it's like every week, oh, my homegirl's having a birthday party, so I'm going to this club, and oh, my, my <laughs> oh, she just had a second, you know, you're always out, but you're that's not a homebody. A homebody is, it takes right. heaven and hell to get them to dress and come out, and then to even keep them out, you know, even right. if they do come out to support, they're, they're out for, you saw me, I'm headed back home, I'm legit going back home. Yeah, so. That's definitely me. I'm always headed back home. Um, right. But yeah, like I'm. Anytime you really see me out, I'm. 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 Ninety nine point nine. I'm being paid to be there because right. I just. That's you know, but but it's crazy because people will look at me or look at my page and think think otherwise, and that's that that's shocking to me too. So. No, yeah. but you gotta understand. Saying 
that's the important. That's why, again, with the whole mental virus, why DJs are still trying to go live and spin on live for, you know, hours. It's brand worked on it. You, yeah, I think they're trying to find ways to continue to stay relevant. Exactly. So you, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but fortunately for you, you already, that you are already presenting yourself, which is still congruent with you being able to put there and it doesn't seem like a force now. Like these DJs doing this, I can understand if you do it once every, you know, two weeks or something or once a week. Or, 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 you know, for 30 minutes. But these DJs trying to have all these things. Let's do group. Oh, I, I even saw one recently where it was like <laughs> Club IG Live. And you're supposed to pay $5 to watch the IG. Oh, and I, I just didn't understand what was going on. It's like people are right now. People are broke. Anything you should be. OnlyFans. Right. Like it's just OnlyFans. people. Uh, and, and more power to anyone trying to figure out how to pay the bills, you know. There's a possibility to put their citizens at ease, have them not stressing about this so it doesn't put them in a state of panic where they start doing things that aren't safe for them, for themselves, all in the name of trying to stay ahead of their bills, trying to stay ahead, you know. Um, but, I mean... Right. It's, it's it's crazy. I mean, do you have what about you though? I mean, I'm sure you have some some. I mean, aside from um, all of this, I'm sure you have to overcome through the through the pandemic. You you. May- I make it sound like what? Duke, you there? Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back. This is Chinyere and Christy, and I'm online with King Duke. Um, we took a little commercial hey, break. We took a commercial uh, break, but we're back. Yeah, yeah. So what were you saying? You said it seems like I... What now? I would say that it seems like... I mean, it seems like you've, you've taken a very positive outlook on things, but I know you... Sure. If I'm not mistaken, you've had to overcome... You've had to battle deal with some things i guess mentally wouldn't you say with this whole coronavirus oh absolutely absolutely um if anyone knows me like i travel a lot so that's like my number one therapeutic way of just being sane i like to travel i like to see the world at the same time while still working. Um, So when this first started, it was very difficult for me to like, just stay at one place because I'm never just in one place. So I Mm. I struggled with that. And then I have an import export company that was very, very, very difficult for me because, you know, everything was put put on hold, you know? And then I was in the middle of collection. I finally found the perfect manufacturer and then that project was put on hold and I was very very sad about that and then um Mm. you know I had I had things coming in from Los Angeles and you know Los Angeles got shut down so it was just a lot going on um I was very frustrated but then again um my mother always taught me that I only have five minutes to dwell and soak on one particular thing 
So I did my dwelling, I did my soaking, and then yeah. boom, it's back to the drawing board. What can I do to mm. keep myself sane? What can I do to keep my energy up? What can I do? What can I work on? And a lot, I wrote down all the things that I wanted to do and all the things that I could work on and everything came back to me. So I want to work on myself. I want to work on being a better person. I want to work on being a better woman. So, you know, I signed up for online classes. I told myself I was going to change my diet. I told myself I was going to be, um, just hold myself accountable, you know? Mm. So I've, I've been able to do all these things. And honestly, I'm actually going to miss this period when everything is completely open back up. I'm going to miss actually having this routine. It's really, really making me happy. Like as crazy as it sounds, it's making me happy. It's making me more organized. And my perspective has changed completely. You have no idea how I view the world. You have no idea how I view and how I will you know, how, how my attitude will transcend into like the working world again, you know, the way I see it, it's either you're going to pivot or you're going to play. So I'm focused on my pivot plan because I have no time to play. You, you understand? Mm, There's no way that's... I'm going to be back in this predicament and I'm going to play. I'm not going to play with it at all. So my pivot plan is essentially setting me up to where I will never have to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so stuck. Oh my gosh, everyone should be thinking this way. Oh my gosh, I'm not an essential worker. How am I still going to get daily income? That's what mm-hmm. all should be thinking about. And that's the way I set my daily schedule up. I'm building every oh, single that- day. Now that's then that's again that's a way of empowering yourself. I feel yeah, that's that's beautiful. Like um, people don't understand. Like back to the whole the question, the mental health aspect of this. Life isn't fair. Life is is extremely unbiased. Right. It did anyone you we all get dealt whatever comes our way. Yeah. And is it to whatever mental capacity that you're at that you're able to overcome that, you know? And I say that because, like you said, it's beautiful what your mom taught you. I love that sentiment. You only have five minutes to, to cry and dwell and, and cry over basically spilt milk because at the end of the day, life keeps going, you know? Yeah. I, I, people that I look up to, uh, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, he was wrong. He was falsely uh, locked up. And this is not like, some Bible character that you know we never that we don't know they existed or not, but this is someone real life that existed in my lifetime and died in my lifetime, and he was wrongly accused and locked up for over twenty something years, mm. like being locked up for for no reason for over twenty something years, moving without him. Yet he still came out, and he was still able to accomplish all that he accomplished, you know, and not to say he did it all by himself. But the first part of that whole process was him not giving up on himself. Right. You know, for him, that was his COVID-19, 20-something years, being locked up. Right? So while people think, people want to get down about, like, life and 
oh, this I'm not an essential worker. Don't let those those labels should not be anything to ever hold any weight on how you decide how you're gonna take care of yourself and your family. You know, if they don't choose, if they're not handing out, if they're not helping you as they as we we expect them to do as a government or as a people, then it's up to you to figure out what you need to do. And like you said, if it requires you to take a step back from whatever you were doing in the past to assess your life, you do that, man. But don't don't just sit down there and give up and lay down. Right. You will ran over. Life will not stop. Whether or not you choose to thrive or not, life won't stop. And that's that's hard and that's unfair. And I understand that's where the mental the the heaviness of this these mental hurdles, you know, they 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 come into play because I know not everybody's mentally designed like that. I can thank my dad and my mom for raising me. I'm sure you can thank your mother for the, you know, all the, you know, tough love she gave you and that strengthened you. But there's a lot of people that not that weren't didn't have a role model, didn't have anybody strengthening them. Probably right. in a tough situation for several years. They're worn out, they're tired, and then right when they thought they were about to get out of a bad situation, this hits. Yeah. And they have no more options, you know. It's tough. It's That's sad. why I encourage everybody, everybody to really figure out what you want in life. Figure out how you're going to achieve it. Figure out the things that keep you sane and just focus on the things that matter the most. This life is not guaranteed to us. It could be taking, taken within a second. Live your life to the fullest. And I mean, that's, that's, that's all, that's all pretty much I could give you, you know, but be prepared, be prepared. Never, never, I think I personally feel people, that's again, what we said earlier, I just feel people got comfortable with the idea that, you know, you wake up every morning, oh, I'm, oh, I'm this weekend, I'm going, I can't wait to go out. Oh, I'm going to catch this flight to, you know, Barbados. I love to travel like you. I'm a traveler. That's what I, I yearly, I travel out the country. Right. This is before MC and before any of this, because I have a large family. So for me, traveling is an expected expense in my daily, you know. But now it's like, not only can you not travel, you can't even leave your house. You know, it's like, so we thought were important now. Did you really need to do them? Have you been occupying your life and your time with things that you really don't need to do all in the name of trying to keep up with other people or try to paint some facade that you're living living a real life? Now that you're sitting down, okay, cool. We're here now. If you're quote unquote right. not an essential worker, the job that the work that you chose to do, did you choose because you were really good at it, talented at it, or did you choose it because it was an easy outlet? It doesn't require much for me. I can just do this. And, you know, I don't know. Right. You know, these are questions that people have to ask themselves. It's not for me to ask. It's for them to understand. It's, yeah, it's definitely not for you to ask. It's definitely for none of us to figure out. Um, people have to want things from within. Um and just figure out their their niche, their spot, their you know it is it, it it's something that you gotta want for yourself, you know. But this life, this this is something that we should never take for granted for sure. So, this show we have a segment where we talk about pop culture. So we're gonna dive really quick um, 
let's talk about <laughs> Tiger King. How do you feel about Tiger King? Um, <laughs> my honest opinion like, about Tiger, like King. Tiger King has been like, you know, as as bad as they wanted to paint him, he's he's definitely a fan favorite, and um, you know, to the point where people are asking the president of the United States to see if he can get a early release. You know, um, this is something that has been documented for a while now, for years. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. And um, we're, we are just finally finally getting to see all this unravel in front of our eyes. So mm. I really want to know what, you, what do you think about the show as a whole, Tiger King? I, I honestly, um, I'm entertained by the man. I'm entertained by, I right. mean, that was him escaping his, or uh, building his world. I mean, I, I saw a lot of, from a mental for me being someone that's really passionate about mental health, um, I feel like there's a lot of things he was battling. Uh, yeah. the, his extreme waves of, of um, um, the bipolar expressions of his emotions. Bipolar, yes, yes. Yeah, so like one moment he's one moment he's extremely the most likable dude, and the next moment he's shooting at a doll because he's so angry at what someone is saying about him, you know? Right, and right. I'm not sure what triggered like again, I know drugs was involved in his life. Um, a big part of like uh, who he was and how he dealt with things. I'm not sure if he was taking it or if it was just but he, he was doing a lot of things that were of concern. But for me, I think them turning their eye to everyone else. I feel like it shows again a, a lot of problems that are with our, our, our judicial system, per se. Yeah. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I feel like they should have, Kara Baskin, they should have jumped on her too, you know? She definitely killed this... her husband. She definitely killed her husband. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And let's, and, and let's say we didn't, let's say we don't say, let's say, let's just say because we don't have the evidence, right? Yeah. We don't want to accuse her, you know, of, of killing her husband. I feel she did. But let's talk about just the way she, her having the tiger she did have. While she is on a rampage to shut down everybody else, she's still same tigers that she quote unquote rescued to people to right. come to make money off of people coming to view those tigers. Right. So then what right. is it that right. you're actually doing? Because it's one thing if you're taking the tiger. Because I I, didn't, I was I was confused. I couldn't distinguish whether whether she was doing something different or not. I was so confused. I was like, it, I know it, it seemed like the same thing. It, it it seemed a bit more organized. I will say it seemed a bit more organized. It, it seemed a lot more safer. It seemed a lot more um, <laughs> family friendly as opposed to Tiger King. You know, Tiger King. It, it's it's whatever goes. You know, um, I think Tiger King. Tiger King was aside from like his his animals, he was selling himself. Like yes. he was the star of his own show, you know? I agree. I agree. And He's you're right. Very obnoxious. But what I what I seen personally, and I don't know if anyone else saw this, what I seen in him was a man who was hurting. I seen a man that was yearning for acceptance, you know, 
this man is a man that had to use, you know, um, drugs to get people to love him. Mm. And people that were heterosexual, they were not gay. <laughs> These people were not but, gay. But but no, no, but hold on though, hold on though. It's it's it, I wouldn't like. So I see what you're saying. I'm not trying to take anything. What you're saying makes sense. But my thing is this, though. When you have a mental illness, especially when you're like you're narcissistic, you you pry on people that you realize what they lack. That's what I'm saying. He, he manipulated the situation, and they right, he, but, they lack. But it's not a yes. Yeah, continue. They lacked the the access to um, to fulfill what they were trying to fulfill they they that that those drugs um put them in a state where they felt like okay this is all that i need you know this is all Back. that i need but you know before the young gentleman took his life he was starting to realize like i can't go anywhere i can't do anything i'm you know and he was young i think he was like 21 or 22 he was, yeah, super, he was young. super young yeah yeah so young but, but that's the thing so that, that to me, I feel like Tiger King should have showed us all like what drugs are doing to our country, and to how unhealthy relationships can be. Like, like people, a lot of people are in healthy relationships like that. It may not be with drugs that they're using to manipulate. It may be with money. It may be getting you a girlfriend and 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 then taking her halfway across the country. She's nowhere near her family and friends. No one to talk to. And she's now had a baby with you and she, you've already mentally broken her down to the point where she feels like she has no, she really doesn't have any other choice but to be with you, you know? Right. Or if she didn't have a solid family structure now, she has to tolerate that because it's like, well, even, even though this is messed up, this is somewhat better than what I had growing up. And you know? that's all she has. Exactly. Know? Exactly. So then that, what do you think is going to happen? If he continues, if he stays, keeps up at that at that rate, then that's what's gonna happen. If you continue to do things like that, and you you figure out how to manipulate, next thing you know, some people are deep down in it. Because think about it, how is he able to convince two dudes to marry? He had one, wanted another dude. He saw another dude, right? But and then I, you remember, and, I, and, I, then if, and if you remember, you listened clearly. You remember when the when the first boy, the first husband said he had always been trying mentioning it, which means when I heard that, I was like, okay, so he's mentally been kind of breaking this dude down, saying, you know, right. either one making him feel like, oh, he's not enough, or you know, well, if you, you know, whatever, whatever you may have been saying, and eventually when this opportunity came, he was able to finesse the whole situation. At that point, it's like, all right. Um, uh, Tiger King finally found a, a dude that was manipulative enough to where he can convince him to come into this weird relationship because he had the drugs and then the other dude has already mentally been beaten down because he's been with him for so long he's been taking meth and everything his teeth are falling out he's probably right. he said anything they want he buys for them on that on a simple yes. level. and, and I, that's how I feel like he got the young one and I also and this is not something that was um, evident on the show, but I feel like he kind of like baited 
the young one's mother because she was around. Yeah. She was around and she was playing with him and I feel like he was giving her money too. And it was re- it was very weird. It was very weird that after he passed away, he got married within like two months and he invited, invited her. her. What? The, 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 and that I don't was know. Weird. I was watching the show like wow. And I feel like that was some type of guilt or something. It was weird. It was the weirdest thing. And she and the mother, even when they interviewed her, like how asked her how she felt, she didn't really have a solid like there's no way you you're gonna be like, Oh, I'm okay with this dude moving on with another guy. Right. And then she said after the few after the wedding, when she came to the wedding, and she because she attended the wedding. Right. She attended the wedding. And and I, I I feel it I feel like that was a bit of manip- manipulation there too because I feel like if he can document this and take pictures of it he'll say well you know she was cool with it she supported it yes you know and I think she and so I'm able that, to move on I, it was kind of like okay let me get her blessing let me see if she's on board with this if I get her blessing she's cool with it then I won't have to feel this guilt moving on with this other guy. And when that happened, and immediately when they interviewed that woman, and she went on TV and she said, "I never heard back from him." I said, yep. "This man is what, a mastermind." He, he got what he needed, like you said. He got what he needed. He, he knew what he was like. He's a master manipulator. And it was like, it's, yep. more people until you you've been put in the situation where you're being manipulated, you don't know it. Honestly, like you got to understand, these people are all. Of them weren't as educated as they needed to be. They weren't. He gets people that are kind of, you know, not sharp with it, you know, naive right. individuals. And then on top of that, he figures out what are these simple pleasures that these people need. Because it could have been money that he was giving the mother. He could have been having sex with them. Whatever the case may be, uh, it's just it's just sinister. It's so sinister how he played his hand with everyone. And then eventually, even when he got locked up, nobody came to speak up for him. All these people that he was hiring that were that were ex-cons and stuff, he's talking to knows like none of these guys have anywhere to go. In the beginning, you remember they said that he would lurk around areas where you see scragglers, people sitting, you know, stuck at a bus stop for a whole day because they don't have anywhere to go because they're right. just from jail. He's going to swoop them up. Right. It, it's it's right. He knew he knew exactly he knew exactly who to add to his team. You know. He was good. He wasn't, with it, he, it, he wasn't even paying them like that. Exactly. I don't think he if you notice he didn't he didn't he didn't really hire any hardcore people like ex-cons and stuff. These are all look like people that either one went to jail, they know for sure they never want to go back. It's not like some hardcore right. tough guy that, you know. He didn't learn his lesson. He's, he'll do whatever to make a dollar. Nah, he he wasn't gonna get anybody that was gonna could do him bad. It was always people that were just beaten down, right. down on their luck, mentally. Like seriously, beaten down mentally, and people felt like they could not live without him. That girl got her arm ripped off, and she was back at she was when she got out the hospital. She was back at the job. Crazy. That's that's that was crazy. crazy. And I'm like, yo, this is real life. Is this, I, I'm like, this is an amazing show. But I'm like, this is real life. Like this really happened. Your arm got taken off and you went back. 
to the place where your arm got taken off. I honestly feel like maybe she was even doing drugs. Yeah, probably so. I feel she she, was, she she seemed like she could articulate her words better than a lot of them. Right. But yeah, I feel she like, had to be. Because I'm like, okay, you got your arm taken off and then you were saying you're worried about the PR, you know, because she knows like, you know, it was gonna hurt the animal. I don't I don't know what she I remember the excuse she had. I was like, there's no She had her she had his back. She didn't want she didn't she said she didn't want to bring bad press to the 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 zoo. Oh, that's what you, you call, it, call it the zoo. All right, <laughs> but yeah, no. I but mean, it's crazy. It was, it was, but for me, even more, even more, or speak, even shows like the Tiger King, right, where they're exposing how these people have been living. Look how peaceful with all this violence, all these threats that these guys are making. Look how peacefully they've been living in that 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 utopia of, of their, their whatever their world is for so long. Meanwhile, you know, there's so many people that are dealing with injustice, being falsely accused, uh, unjustly treated. And, you know, it's like these guys are out here just living in a damn near looks like, you know. You know, these guys are doing what they want, breaking the law. Um, I mean, it's even... It, I don't know, man. Is it legal to you could you could marry more than one person? Is polygamy legal in 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 uh? It's it's illegal in the U.S. for sure. Right. I don't know how he was able to do it. I don't know. He, that's what I'm saying. He and they got away with it. Everybody knew about it. It wasn't like it was unknown. That's the crazy part. Everyone knew that he married two guys and da 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 da. But they're just living their life happily, unbothered. You've noticed throughout the show, police never came and, you know, messed with them. <laughs> right. You know, he's doing all of this. Even with the old girl raising alarm that she feels like he's committing crimes in the whatever place he was at, he was still able to. Right. Police never came and questioned him. He's online shooting dolls and threatening her life. Nobody stopped him. But if right. it was a black man, boy, oh boy. Oh yeah, would have. Well, yeah, you see what they did to Michael Vick. So, you feel me? No, you know, well, that's hey, just another example. That's a whole another conversation. The justice system. Let me not. Let's not turn it in. Right. Yeah. But... Right, right. We're not going to get into all that. But yes, if you guys have not watched Tiger King, you might want to <laughs> indulge in that experience. In that, um, you know that. You know, it was it was a documentary. It was a documentary, and I think the people that shot it they didn't even realize how big it was going to be or become, or they didn't realize the attention that um, and or coverage that he would get. So you know that <laughs> that's what it is for Tiger King, <laughs> Duke. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, definitely. Right. I had a good time talking with you. It's always a good time talking with you. You're yeah. an amazing person. I appreciate it. And um, I just, I see, I see a lot of big things happening for you, oh, you know, Thank and you. I just want you to know that I'll always be there to support you oh. and, you know, just encourage you and empower you because you, you got it. You got it. Oh, man. You, you know, you, you're in life. I, I thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you for having me on your show. It means a lot. I always love everything that you're doing. It's so innovative. Again, um, 
I look up, I'm proud of my mom and my sisters. And um, when I see other women outside my family, like you doing things, it just lets me know I have more people to brag about uh, and let and, and send that direction. Because you know, one thing about life, people for some reason, um, you say, hey, check out my thing, right? People may look, people that know you may, but they're not going to really because, oh, he's talking about, of course he's going to say his thing is good. But when you say, hey, check out this thing that I saw. Check out this, what this person is doing. People are going to look because, okay, what, what is this thing? Maybe I'm missing out on something that I don't know about. Just like we're talking about Tiger King. You know, if I don't brag about right. you and what you're doing and, you know, and how you're just trying to stay active, show people there's, there are other ways to be successful than to twerk and to, you know, um, and to sell right. yourself short. You know, you can sell your brain and you can keep your dignity, you know, and uh, you, you're an example of that. So I thank you for everything you're doing. Keep it up. I would love to be back. Talk about other things because I have other things to talk about. Absolutely. And I know you have a lot to talk about. Tell people, tell everyone where they can reach you. Oh, on all social media handles would be MC King Duke. That's M C K I N G D U K E. Uh, that's Twitter. No underscore. No underscore. Nothing. Or nothing. Just MC King Duke. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook is King Duke. Um, and uh, I'm with the Chop Star. Stay tuned for the music that we're doing. Um, I have artists. I manage uh, artists. I also direct, curate, and produce videos. I screenwrite. I screenplays. Um, I'm into movie as well. Just started venturing into that. And, uh, I mean, there's just more to come. So you guys stay tuned. And I appreciate you guys for listening to me and listening to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're happy to have you. And that pretty much concludes our show. Thank you for tuning in. You guys know that you, you will have a new show every week. And um, Duke, we wish you all the best. Yes, and you. just keep doing it. You too. You keep it. Thank you. Thank you. You do your thing too, girl. Talk to you later. All right. Take care. Bye.